Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. I will bet you have a technique. Parade of techniques. Okay. You have heard of Remind. This yes. is a service that many, many, many MLSs across the country provide. Your company might provide it. So what are you doing with it? You've been to a class on how to use it. I even sat through a workshop on how to use it because I was a guest speaker at one of those events where it was unveiled. And here is what one of our students is doing with it. Looking up and calling distressed properties. Looking up and investigating the length of time that people have lived in their home. Using that to build their calling list. Looking up seller scores. You know, they score each seller on a scale of low to high likelihood that they're ready to sell their house. Well, let's all call the high ones. And checking the amount of equity because it lists the mortgage amount and the sale date. So are you using the tools at hand when you run out of book of business people to talk to? It's a great way to find yourself another list of likely candidates. You know, I had somebody breaking into a new market and they wanted to know how to do it. The advice was to learn as much as you can about the people in the market. Obviously, that's what we do with our book of business, but Remind is another way to make your prospecting more effective. I love it. Great tip. I have a tip. Alrighty. Do you remember the two guys who started the most popular for sale by owner listing websites like buyowner.com or for sale by owner? And they eventually listed their home with a realtor. Yeah, and it and, made national news. Yeah, and if you don't put those two things into your listing presentation... You're missing the beat. Well, something came down the pike in the last couple of weeks that we have to add now to our listing presentation and especially our pricing presentation. And you know what it was. I do. That FTC lawsuit against Open Door, $62 million. And stop doing what you're doing because you're perpetrating a fraud on the public. That was the quote. Yeah. Right. And $62 million worth of fine. I mean, that's maybe a drop in the bucket for them, but I'll tell you what. That's a lot of homeowners that got taken advantage of and should have used us. There is, was, and always will be only one best way to get the most equity from the a sale of your property. And that's to use the services of a full service professional. That's the only way. Well, it's the best way. Discount brokers come and go. 
Services like Open Door are a symptom of the overheated market that we've had. They come and go. And now the FTC is saying the only way that that company can exist is fraudulently. And that's such a wonderful point to be able to make when you're talking how to get maximum equity from your home. It kind of makes you wonder if that investigative push wasn't what pushed a couple of other big names out of the guarantee business. Mm -hmm. Because they might have left voluntarily but there might be something behind that volunteerism that we didn't hear. Next door can't be the only thing they've investigated. Definitely not. Yeah. All right. I have an Ask the Experts question. So here is the question. I want to improve my ability to land uh, buyers and sellers into signatures. So I know that I need to create urgency with people. But how do I do it? Mm. People don't want to put it off. We're not ready. We've got this work to do before we list. We're not ready to buy yet. We've got to get this and that. We're going to wait until. How do you create urgency? So I'm just going to rattle off all the answers that was heard. Um, Here's the first person said this. You know, I just don't. I don't worry about it. I'll get them eventually. I'll need them later too. I build relationships, I stay in touch, so I never put pressure on anybody to create urgency. And I think that's a kind of a neat and perhaps valid perspective. Great mindset. Yeah, it depends on relationship. All right, here's here's what the next person said. You got to find the hesitation. You got to find out why are they really waiting and then deal with that. I love this one. Go back to the class. You know, your Wickman class where you learned how to find the hot button, push the hot button. It's all about understanding them. It's the program. Right. Um, you got to get face to face. You can't handle hesitation over the phone. Creating urgency is in the same kind of category. You really need to get face to face. If you can, use your sharp angle. Are you a master of the sharp angle clothes? If I... Would you? If I could show you, would you? Or if you knew, would you? If you knew that now was the best time to sell your house and that by waiting you'd cost yourself a small fortune, would you at least consider putting it on the market now? Would you consider getting together with me? Master your sharp angle. And then let me just rattle these off. I'd hate to have you put a dime in and only get a nickel out. Here's all I'm thinking. Why don't we do this? Why don't we find a time that we can get together? I'll take a look at your house. And if you're not ready yet, no problem. But I bet over the course of the next several months, you'll be thinking about the things that you should do and the things that you should not do. Why not get some professional advice up front so you don't put a dime in and only get a nickel back out? Uh, no pressure from me. I'll still be selling real estate next year too. How's Thursday at 6 or would 7 be better? So use that same kind of dialogue with this. Um, what if you knew that the best time was now? Would you consider changing your plans? What about those hot buttons, the financial risk analysis, the timing analysis? Did you just think that was like a session two thing? What about taking that into your life and using it on your appointments? Is it packed in your folder so that when you're going on an appointment, it's there at your fingertips? What about year over year numbers 
in equity. Yeah, if you had bought a year ago, here's how much equity you would now have. And you're thinking of waiting longer? You know, what happened to rents? People that are renting and should have bought a year ago. Let's take a look at that year over year. Um, let's see. That's really especially good with someone who's moving up. And my last one is you can't save fast enough. You and I have been saying that sure. a bunch of times, but I don't know if our audience is saying, saying it. You know, when somebody says, well, you know, we're going to wait and save a little bit more money and then we can buy a better house. Well, wait a minute. You can't save fast enough to keep up with inflation. Someone mentioned nationwide, and I didn't read this. I only heard it from a student. Year-to-date, 13%. Uh, increase in appreciation nationwide. I don't know if it's true, but whatever. Let's say it's 10. You know, how many people saved 10% of the sale price that they want to buy in the last few months? I mean, you can't save fast enough. So start thinking that way. Learn the language of leverage. That's what you're talking about. You can't save fast enough to keep up with appreciation right. if you leverage the purchase. Right. It just goes faster than you can save. Well, yeah, and leverage means you put as little of your own money in to get as big of a return as possible. Now, leverage isn't necessarily a good plan if you're 75 years old, but if you're younger than that, it's a pretty darn good plan because your money grows faster. Well, I had a most interesting Ask the Experts question. Well, I and hope I, so. I thought, you know, maybe this is only applicable for people who are big producers, who've got a long-term successful business. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, this is really applicable to everybody, no matter what stage of the business you're in. Okay, you set the hook. Come on, <laughs> I want to know now. Okay. Reel me in. So I have the opportunity to take the trip of a lifetime. Ooh, a gigantic LFT. You mean like around the world in I don't know. Days? I don't even know what the trip was, but it okay. is, quote, the trip of a lifetime. Okay, someone Maybe said they're this. sitting on top of the Great Pyramid in Giza. Who all knows? Right, all right. And I'm going to be gone if I take this trip from my business for at least three weeks, maybe even a little bit longer. Go, 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 go. <laughs> um, and I'm already, this is a year in advance. It's, okay. It's a, a little more than a year from now. I'm already suffering anxiety over this. Oh, my goodness. So my number one goal is to make the decision to go on the trip or not and relieve this anxiety. What should I do? Number one, um, don't worry. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah. Right. You got nothing to worry about now. Ugh. It's a year away. Oh, by the way, have faith. And what was it, the definition of faith? Seeing things that are not there yet. Evidence of, how did that go? It's the realization of hope and belief in things without evidence. Not yet seen. Yeah, right. But here was some really good advice. Go book it first. Make a down payment. Commit. Is this and a person that's never had an LFT before? I don't think so. But oh, my goodness. Do it's that just now. a big one. And what do you do when you commit? How do you commit? What did Floyd say? You commit with your purse, but you also commit by burning bridges. Tell everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm going. That you're going. Mm -hmm. And everyone needs to know you're going to be gone anyway. Mm -hmm. 
And you know what? Between now and then, the resources that you need, people resources, financial resources, the relationship resources in your book of business, they're going to come to you when you commit. If you dither and you don't commit, or worry, what? they don't come to you. Start thinking negative. You're sending mixed messages to the universe. Right. You can't do that. I won't be able to afford, oh, and my business is going to crash. Oh, yeah. negative, what, negative, negative. Right. Yeah. And listen, here's what else what faith means. They will wait for you because they know you're going to come back. You're not running away for life. <laughs> By the way, you've got a year to prepare. Yeah. A year to prepare. So use that time wisely and put in place systems. About a savings plan. Fig yeah, this was the next one. Work backwards. How right. much you're going to need in the bank when you leave for you to be comfortable? Yeah. And and put in place enough production between now and then for you to know I'm okay when I get back. Yeah. If I have zero for three months or so, I mean, yeah, figure it out. Right. Do the math. And then finally, when you're on the trip, be on the trip. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I hope you all out there in listening land have an LFT, a look forward to. Ooh, I got one. You do. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. For the business breakthrough, a two-day extravaganza, putting your business plan in place, but also networking and hobnobbing with the most generous master salespeople on the planet. December 5th and 6th this year. Get on floydwickman.com and check it out.